Ladies and gentlemen, damas y caballeros, welcome back to El Cyber Gigante podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the dangers of using Wi-Fi networks at coffee shops and also the different types of attacks that hackers will perform and a few suggestions on how you can protect yourself. All right, great. Let's go ahead and get started. So coffee shops are designed to make you feel safe, comfortable, relaxed, and just be able to enjoy a great cup of coffee while you're there. And let's be honest, who doesn't enjoy spending a couple hours there and getting some work done? You know, perhaps do some studying, some online banking, pay some bills, or maybe just watch two hours of funny cat videos. What the majority of us don't know is that these Wi-Fi networks at these coffee shops are some of the most dangerous networks you could ever log on to. Simply put, they're a hacker's paradise. Now, I'm going to provide you an example slash story slash scenario of the different types of attacks a hacker would perform on a victim called Bob. So early in the day, the hacker walks into Starbucks and begins to order his drink. He orders his coffee straight black and he pays in cash. He sits down and begins setting up his hack. Now he connects his Raspberry Pi, which is essentially a little small computer that is really inexpensive and you can basically buy it for 20 to 40 bucks online. Now he connects his Raspberry Pi to the real Wi-Fi at Starbucks, which is called Google Starbucks. Within a few minutes, the hacker has converted his Raspberry Pi into a router itself and has begun broadcasting a new Wi-Fi network to everyone at Starbucks. Now the hacker is clever. And he decides to name his Wi-Fi something extremely similar to what the real Wi-Fi's name is. So I don't know if you remember, but the real Wi-Fi is called Google Starbucks. Now he sets up his Wi-Fi to be called Starbucks. That's it. Just Starbucks. Now, Bob walks into Starbucks and orders his drink. Caramel macchiato topped off with lots of whipped cream and a cherry on top. He sits down and begins the process of connecting to the Wi-Fi. But, hmm, Bob is a bit confused since he sees two available Wi-Fi networks. One's called Google Starbucks and the other is called Starbucks. Uh, He doesn't think much of it and he decides to go with the Wi-Fi called Starbucks. Oh, poor Bob. He unknowingly selected the wrong Wi-Fi network. And just like that... The dude's been hacked. Bob's completely unaware that he's been hacked, and that's the genius of the tech. He's simply browsing the internet just like he typically would, right? So when the hacker sat down at Starbucks and started working on his hack, his Raspberry Pi didn't have any internet connection. So that's why he needed to connect to the real Wi-Fi. Once he connected to the real Wi-Fi and got that internet connection, he was able to broadcast an internet connection through the existing Wi-Fi at Starbucks. Now, once Bob connected to his Wi-Fi, simply just funneling all of Bob's internet requests through his device, out through the real Google Starbucks Wi-Fi, and then out to the internet. So if you think about it, the hacker is literally sitting in between Bob's device and the real Wi-Fi. Hence, we call the attack a man-in-the-middle attack. Now, once that man-in-the-middle attack has been set up, a common attack that occurs after that is something called DNS spoofing. 
And for this type of attack, a hacker will stand up a fake website on his device. So when Bob tries to reach out to, you know, Facebook.com or Instagram.com or any other website, the hacker will be able to route his request to his own website that looks very, very similar to Facebook's login page or like Instagram's login page or something like that. Unfortunately for Bob, he isn't really aware that this is a fake website and he starts to input his login and password into the fake website. And it's at that point that the hacker can do some real damage because Bob is like 99% of the general population. He uses a single password across multiple accounts. All right, let's be honest, guys. It's pretty hard to remember multiple passwords, right? And this type of attack is extremely easy to perform, by the way. These Raspberry Pis, like I mentioned, they cost around 40 bucks. And the skills required to perform that type of attack that can be learned over the weekend. So yeah, coffee shops are dangerous. So Starbucks is a corporation though, right? So they have a whole division dedicated to cybersecurity. So obviously their networks are going to be, you know, a bit more secure than say your local coffee shops or your mom and pop's coffee shops. And when you, when you think about it, these mom and pop coffee shops are pretty much, you know, set up the same way that your Wi-Fi networks are set up at home. So essentially, they basically have no security. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to continue walking you through a scenario where Bob is being hacked. For this attack, Bob is actually connected to the real Wi-Fi of the mom and pop shop, right? And let's just call that Wi-Fi Mijos Wi-Fi. All right. Now, the hacker decides to do the same and create a Wi-Fi network with the exact same Wi-Fi name. Mijos Wi-Fi. And the hacker will then perform a DDoS attack on both the coffee shop's router and on Bob's computer. And he'll send a ton of deauthorized frames in order to kill the connections. Now, computers by default will always connect to devices with the strongest signal. And since the hacker has been attacking the router, his Raspberry Pi's Wi-Fi signal will be stronger. So Bob's computer will naturally connect to his computer from now on. And just like that, Bob's hacked again. Another attack a hacker will perform is something called ARP spoofing or ARP poisoning. Now before I continue, I want to explain what ARP is. ARP stands for Address Resolution Protocol and it's essentially used in order to determine the unique address of a device, which is called a MAC address, from a specific IP address. Now it's what basically allows two different devices to be able to communicate to one another. In this specific use case, the coffee shop's router has an IP address of 10.0.0.0. Very easy to remember, right? And then Bob's computer has an IP address of 10.0.0.01. All right. Now, the hacker will begin sending ARP packages to the router and also Bob's computer. You'll start flooding them both. And the ARP packages will be telling the router, hey man, my computer is actually Bob's computer. And my IP address is 10.0.0.1. So communicate with me instead of the other computer you were talking to, right? And then it will also, in parallel, send a ton of ARP packages to Bob's computer, right? And it's going to be telling Bob's computer, hey, my IP address is 10.0.0.0.0. I am the router. Communicate with me going forward. So as you notice, now the hacker is sitting in between the conversation of the two. And we call this another man in the middle attack. So let me walk you through the different ways that you can protect yourself. Number one, 
be extremely sensitive on the types of websites you visit while you're at a coffee shop. I mean, if you're watching cat videos the whole time, it's safe to say you'll probably be all right. Number two, use a consumer VPN. Now, a VPN is essentially a virtual private network. It's kind of like a, a special tunnel on the internet that can hide all your data and all your internet activity that you send and receive. This keeps your information private and also your location private as well. All of your search history will be completely masked from your internet provider. Um, so yeah, and there's several different VPNs available out there. Me, myself, I personally use NordVPN. Now, number three, consider using a password manager. Password managers create unique and complicated passwords for all of your online accounts and then stores them in an encrypted vault. Again, I personally use a product called 1Password. All right. Number four, keep all of your software on your laptops and on your devices up to date. That means always, always update your iPhone to the latest operating systems because those will always have the least amount of vulnerabilities. So in summary, if you ever see anyone at a coffee shop and they have a Raspberry Pi or you see some type of device with a little antenna sticking out, you need to get your coffee to go. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks a lot for listening in. Really appreciate it. Talk to you guys all soon. Peace. Peace.